launching a new series here at Central this morning that we're calling Storytellers. And um, I'm super excited about this series. Um, and, and, and some storytellers are easier to pick out than others, right? Like, for instance, I'm a storyteller. It's, it's what I do on a weekly basis. My, I, I'm, my, my life is pretty, pretty centered around Sundays, right? This idea for pastors is that, that Sundays are always coming. Sundays are always coming. Sunday's almost here. Sunday's almost here, right? On Monday, I start my mantra, Sunday's almost here, right? Because it's coming. And so I'm a storyteller. My, uh, part of my vocation, part of my calling is to tell the story of Jesus. And my goal is to tell the story of Jesus in such a way that it's able to connect your faith and your life, Right? And that I can tell the story in, in, in a compelling enough way that I can tell, I mean, I, I don't have to beef up the story. The story in of itself, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky. I get to tell the greatest story ever, right? But my, my task, my calling is to take the story of Jesus and package it in a way that you can understand, that you can apply it to your lives, a way that it can make real life change for you. And so I'm a, tell, I'm a storyteller telling the life and telling the story of Jesus. But the reality is, and like this video alludes to, we're all storytellers, every single one of us, because our life is telling a story, right? Our life is telling a story, and each day is like another page that un un unwinds in our story. And so every action that we do, every interaction that we have, every reaction that we have, every time that we wake up in the day, we are telling a story in everything that we're involved in, in everything that we do. And so some of us are telling really, really happy stories, right? Some of us are telling really, really exciting stories. Some of us are telling maybe a sad story. Some of us are telling underdog stories, right? From our origins and our birth and our childhood and where we are now, where we've come from and where we're headed. And it's just people can look at the story of your life and say, man, that's absolutely incredible. That's so, so, so great. Some of us are telling scary stories that are frightening. And you're like, whoa, like, really? Oh, that's insane. But we're all telling stories. And some of us, we look around at the stories of other people and we're like, man, if my story just looked like theirs or if I just had what they had or I was able to experience what they experienced or if I was in that spot or in that place or if I lived in that house or if I drove that car or if I had that job or if I could be happy like them, if I could experience success like them, if I could have a family like them. And we look at all these other people's stories and we think, man, how are they so stinking happy? How, do they, how are they doing what they love? How are they accomplishing everything they're setting out to accomplish? How is their story so perfect? How is their story so successful in any way that we define and determine success? How is that possible? And we look at other people's stories and we say, what is the deal? Because I'm looking at my story and I'm not exactly sure that I'm where I want to be. And I'm not sure that my life is telling the story that I want it to tell. But I look at them and it sure looks like theirs is telling the story they want to tell. Well, how do I get there? What do I do? See, I was faced with these questions um, at my 25th birthday. My 25th birthday like knocked my socks off, man. It was just so hard. I'm 25, because when you're 18... And you think 25, you think, oh, I'll be rich, right? I'll have like the best family ever, the best job ever. You know, you're graduating high school thinking 25, that's a pretty, you know, momentous mark in life. I'm going to have it all together. And so on the cusp of being 25, I looked at my story. I looked at my life and said, wow, I suck. 
right? I had this like, whoa moment. It's like, what am I doing with my life, right? I was, I I mean, I was doing good things with my life. Um, it, It was a good thing, but it wasn't where I wanted to be. And so I was faced with this idea of how do I get to where I want to be? How do I tell the story that I want to tell? Because I felt like God had called me to be a lead pastor of a church. I felt like God called me. I shared a little bit last week that, that God had called me to create a church that, that unchurched people love to attend, a, a church that redefines the way that church happens, right? And it frees people from the bondage of, of, of just legalism and, and religion and all this stuff. And we can actually experience the love, grace, and acceptance and forgiveness of Jesus every day of our lives. And, and there's a way to, to express that to people. And I felt like God had called me to that. And at that moment, that's not where I was in my journey. That's not the story that my life was telling. I was actually a youth pastor in uh, the mountains of Northeast Georgia and where they shut down the entire town. I just called it a town, not a city. They shut down the entire town when the Walmart opened, right? Like the banks closed, no school. I'm talking Walmart was here, people. It's time to celebrate, right? So I look at my life and I'm saying, what am I doing with my life, right? What is going on? And so I was actually introduced to a book um, back in 2008, that was written by this guy named Andy Stanley, who is a pastor in uh, the greater Atlanta area. And um, it's, it's, he's got great leadership material and all this stuff. Great, great guy. And uh, he wrote this book called Principle of the Path. The Principle of the Path. And uh, it's not super theological. It's not super heady. You're not going to sit there and have to sit there with a thesaurus and check words that he's using and say, okay, what the heck does that mean as you're reading it? Right? You guys ever seen a book like that? You're like, I just read three pages. and have no idea what it just said. Right? It was like all, all, all Chinese. I, I don't know. But um, this is a very practical, very easy book. And um, the principle of the path. And it was this idea of getting from where you are to where you want to be. Right? And so we did a whole series on this back in, I think, 2011 or something like that. We called it Principle of the Path. We bought a bunch of the books and said, you guys take them. You know, these are great books. You need to read them or whatever. And so we're going to kind of recover some of that material because it is so, so earth shattering with practicality. I mean, it's so earth-shattering of practicality. So on the cusp of my 25th birthday, and I'm sitting there saying, I'm not telling the story that I know God has called me to tell. I'm not living in the fullness that God has called me to live in. How do I get from where I am now to where God has called me to be? How do I get that? Almost like we look at other people's stories and say, how do I get that? How do I, I, I obviously I don't want to look just like that, but they're experiencing love, joy, and peace that I want to experience. They're fulfilled every day in their work. How do I do that? How do I get there? They're fulfilled in their marriage and their marriage relationships are solid and healthy and their family relationships are solid. And how, how do I experience that? How do I make that the story that my life is telling? And so this book had a lot of, of great stuff in it. And so he covers this principle called the principle of the path, which I'll get to in a second. But to kind of set the foundation for that, if you jumped on I-75 South, right? And you don't deviate from I-75 South, where are you going to end up eventually? Florida, right? Every time, it's going to be Florida, right? Now, what if you get on I-75 South and you don't deviate from I-75 South and you're headed there and you follow the direction, you stay on I-75, but you are like really, really, really ultra intending to end up in Boston, You're like, all your intentions, you bought the Boston hat, you're ready, you got the t-shirt, the bumper sticker, you are ready for Boston, and your total intentions are to be in Boston. Is I-75 South going to get you to Boston? It's it's not going to happen. And many of you are like, Sam, you're wasting our time, we're not idiots. So we jump on I-75 South, we don't deviate from I-75 South, and we start praying 
really, really, really hard. I mean, earnestly praying, even fasting, you know? That's a big deal. We're fasting. We're driving by Chick-fil-A's and not getting it. That's, that's a whole new level of spirituality right there, right? It's a whole new spiritual awakening. Um, and so we head on and we're praying, praying, praying. God, I pray that you would take me to Los Angeles. I just pray, Lord, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe with all of my heart that I-75 is going to take me to California, to Los Angeles. I'm just believing, I'm praying, I'm fasting. Where is I-75 going to take you? It's going to take you to Florida every single time. Your intentions can be great. Your intentions can be massive. Your intentions can be huge. Your prayer and fasting can be great. It can be massive. It can be huge. But there's this thing called the principle of the path that takes effect. And a lot of times we try to believe and we try to hope and we try to aspire ourselves to certain things while ignoring the principle of the path. Because you see, roads are no respecter of persons or creeds or backgrounds or experiences. They lead to the same place every single time. And we have no problem acknowledging that and accepting that on our atlas and on our GPS and with geography. We have no problem with that. Like, yeah, obviously. If I head east on 12 mile, the next city I'm going to hit is Warren every time. Nobody's going to argue that. Well, Sam, actually, that's not true. No, it's true across the board. If I head west, I'm going to hit Royal Oak. It is what it is. And nobody will argue that. We have a super easy time accepting that when we're talking about geography. But did you know that there are financial paths that will lead to the same result every single time? Did you know that there are relational paths that will lead to the same result every single time? Did you know that there are health paths that will lead to the same result every single time? Did you know that there are spiritual paths that will lead to an equally predictable destination? We totally buy it when it's geography and it's roads and lanes and driveways and yeah, I, I get that, Sam. Obviously, you're wasting my time. But did you know that there are paths that lead to the same place every single time in every area of life? It's the principle of the path. But it's up to us to choose to recognize that and leverage it or to ignore it and let it just totally shut us down. And then we end up telling stories that we never intended or believed that we were gonna tell with our lives. But it becomes the story of our life because we're ignoring the principle of the path. Are you ready for the magic? Here's, here's the principle of the path. Are you ready? Are we ready? This is huge. If you have a pen, write it down. If you have a smartphone, type it in. If you have a tablet, do that. If you have a tattoo gun, do it on your arm. All right? Because this is important. Here's the magic. Direction, not intention, determines your destination. Direction, not intention, determines your destination. The direction that you are heading determines your destination. If you get on I-75 South, you're going to go south. You're going to end up in Florida. The direction you're heading is Florida. Your intentions can be Boston. Your beliefs and your prayers can be LA. But the direction that you are heading determines your destination. And it seems so elementary, but we miss it so often. We miss it so often. Your direction determines your destination, not your intentions. 
In Matthew chapter seven, verses uh, 13 and 14, it's Jesus talking. He's giving the Sermon on the Mount. And back in this culture, back in this time, a lot of the rabbis or the lecturers or, or whoever, the philosophers and things, they would present their issues and their matters with this whole kind of like contrasting two ways. They're saying, here's one way, here's the other way. And they'd present contrasting views to sort of build attention and to, d- to deliver to you, this is the obvious right choice. Here's the contrasting choices. You obviously know which one's the better one to go down, right? That's the way that they communicated and shared things. And so Jesus, communicating in the times, obviously did the same thing because he's speaking to this first century culture. And so when he's talking on the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter seven, verses 13 and 14, he says this. He says, enter through the narrow gate, For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life. And only few find it. And so what does he lay out here? He lays out two paths, right? Two roads. Two contrasting options. And so scriptures tell us here, they say, there's a path that leads to destruction. There's a direction where the destination is destruction. And then there's also a contrasting path that leads to life. There is a direction that leads to the destination of life. And so scripture kind of gives us these two options. And I feel like across the board, we have these two options. And Jesus says, many people find the path to destruction and few find the the path to life. And the thing is, I believe that we have all the tools to find the path to life. We have all the tools through God's word, through keeping in step with the spirit, through our faith community that we have to come together and have discussions and our house churches. I mean, we do house churches around here because you're not sitting at rows listening to one person talk, but you're sitting in circles talking together and helping each other, having common intellect and coming together and saying, guys, how do we do this? How do we find the path of life? How do we follow Jesus better? How, does, you know, how do we do this? Let's help each other out. Let me use my experience, you use your experience, and let's come together and make this thing happen. I believe that we have all the tools we need to find the path that leads to life. Because here's the deal. People get to where they want to be in life the same exact way that people get where they don't want to be in life. It's the same thing. One step in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. You take a path, and that path leads somewhere where you want it to lead, or that path leads somewhere that you don't want it to lead. Direction determines your destination. You can intend all you want. You can believe all you want. You can pray all you want. Your direction determines your destination. And so when things are not going our way and when life's kicking our butt and it seems like we're falling apart and we're at the bottom of the barrel and none of this stuff is coming together, maybe our marriage is on the brink of divorce and we're just at each other's throats all the time, fighting and, and quarreling and bickering and all this stuff is happening. Or you know, if we're financially broken and our systems are not working and we're making money but we're spending more than we're making and credit card debt is just skyrocketing and interest rates are just crucifying us and we feel like we're sinking with our head barely above the water or we're spiritually bankrupt and we're like, man, I'm going to church, but I just don't feel God. I don't feel Jesus. I don't know what to do. And when life is falling apart, more often than not, we don't have a problem that needs to be fixed. More often than not, we don't have a problem that needs to be fixed. More often than not, we are going the wrong direction. We're on the wrong path. Our trajectory is off. It's not a problem that you can pinpoint and say, this is the problem, let me solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it, right? (laughs) That is not always the way. 
I didn't plan that. That just, I got vanilla ice in my veins, baby. Um, that's terrible. Can we, is there any way to delete that from the podcast and just kind of make it an awkward cut? I'm okay with that. Um, oftentimes there's not a problem that needs to be solved. It's a direction that needs to be altered. We need to look at the trajectory of our life and saying, where am I headed? Where am I at? Where have I been? How is this whole thing kind of working together? Because direction, not intention, determines your destination. And so none of us in this room, though, have distinctly chosen to go down the wrong path, right? Nobody has woken up in the morning and say, okay, here's the clearly outlined right way to do life. I'm going to go this way and it's going to be awesome, right? I'm going to just, everyone else is an idiot. I'm going to do this my way. Let's go, right? I'm going to be so mean to people. I'm going to be so disrespectful. I'm going to be so irresponsible with my money. I'm going to be so irresponsible with my time. I'm just going to totally screw this thing up, and it's going to be great, right? And then we get to the point where we're like, yes, my life sucks. This is awesome. That's not the case for people, right? Nobody, if you wake up like that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And you need more help than I can offer, okay? But the reality is, that's not how we wake up, right? The problem is that it's so shiny and glitzy and glamorous to go down the path that deviates from the right path. It's so appealing. It's so enticing, right? 0% financing, no money down. Sign me up, right? You mean I can watch the Lions on a 70-inch TV for nothing? Sign me up, yeah. It sounds great. It sounds appealing, right? It sounds like something we should, hey, she makes you feel like you used to feel. Remember back when you were dating, before you got married, before your wife started nagging you all the time? This is the way to do it, man. She makes me feel alive. This is awesome. It feels appealing. It feels exciting. It feels fresh to deviate from the path. Or hey, that's how business is done around here. Uh, yeah, it's not always 100% on the up and up, but it's just how we do things. It's, it's, it's relaxing. It takes the pressure off. It's easy. These things are appealing to deviate from the right path. No payments for 12 months, same as cash. Go for it, man. Do it. Right now, instant gratification. It's going to be great. And it's shiny, and it's glitzy, and it's glamorous, and it's appealing, and, it's, and it happens one step at a time. You don't just jump into the deep end. Right? You don't just jump into this place that's terrible and awful and horrible and you hate your life. That doesn't just happen just on a whim out of nowhere. It's a process. It's a path. It's a journey. And things are consistently trying to pull us off. And so some of us have gotten lost along the way. Maybe it hasn't been anything huge. You know, maybe it was just a little here, a little there, a little here, a little there. But now we look around and say, whoa, I am nowhere near where I want to be. I am nowhere near where I thought I was going. I had all these intentions. I had all these hopes. I had all these dreams. I had all these belief systems that were going to get me there. And now I look around and say, what happened? Where am I? So maybe for you, it was just little baby steps in the wrong direction for so long and long and long and long. And then you end up there and you go, whoa, what happened? Or maybe for some of us, it, it was some big, huge, momentous occasion where we screwed up in a huge, huge way. And it totally altered the course of our entire life, altered the direction of everything that we're involved in, everything that we're doing, and we haven't been able to get back on course. 
And we're just kind of out there at sea floundering saying, I don't know what to do. I know I'm not doing the right thing, but I don't know where to go. I don't know how to get back on course. This huge thing happened and I don't know what to do. But either way, what we're going to do for the next few weeks is spend some time together looking at God's word and saying, how do we live life in the right direction? Right? How do we make choices in the right direction? How do we put one foot in front of the other chasing after Jesus? Does that make sense? And so if you fall anywhere in this category of being a, maybe even just a little bit off, off kilter or way off kilter, we're going to address those issues over the next few weeks in this story, in this, in this series that we're calling Storytellers, because we believe that each of you and each of your lives are telling a story. And so it's important for us to realize that we have a say in what that story says, you know, we play a part in that story. And so what I want to do is I want to invite the band back up here because I want us to take a few moments together. And I want us to just kind of reflect on three things. I want us to chew and digest three things this morning. First, I want us to reflect on the paths that have brought us to where we are. I want us to think about where we've been. Take a chance and just kind of look in the rearview mirror and see where we've come from. Look back at when you were 18 and, and fresh and full of life, graduating high school, saying, this is what I'm going to do with my life. The world is before me, and I'm going to conquer it. Maybe look back at that and say, what happened to that guy? How do I recapture that? How do I, okay, so the path to that is this way, and I find myself somewhere over here. How do I kind of jump back over here, right? Maybe some of us, we need to examine the past and recognize where we've been, and kind of maybe try to identify some key positives in our journey, but also maybe recognize some key negatives in our journey and try to bring them together to get back on track to living life in the right direction. So I want to take some time to reflect on the paths that have brought you to where you are, but then I also want to take some time to examine the paths that we're currently traveling. What do I, where do I find myself now? The next step I take what direction is that in? What am I doing now? Okay, that's what I've done in the past, and I get it. And some of us, we're going to look back in the past and say, I want to break that rearview mirror because I don't ever want to look back there again. That was terrible. And if that's the case, we need to say, okay, well, what am I doing right now? What steps am I taking right now so that in the future when I look in the rearview mirror, I don't have that same reaction? I look at it and say, yeah, I'm taking positive steps. I'm going in the right direction. I'm following Jesus to the best of my ability. I'm making this thing happen. So I want us to reflect on where we've been. I want to examine where we are, but then I also want us to look ahead at the destinations of our current travels. Look at where you are in life now and just kind of remove yourself from the situation and look for just a minute and say, where is this thing heading? Where am I going? Because many of us, we're like driving around with no destination. We're just driving. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. And we're just going through life with no real forethought of, hey, where is this leading? Where is this going? Where am I gonna end up? It's this idea, look at yourself, where do you wanna be in five years, 10 years, 15 years? Better yet, who do you wanna be in five years, 10 years, 15 years? And then reverse engineer it. Look at that and say, that's where I wanna be. What does it take for me to get from where I am now to there? Because that's what I want my destination to be. And I can intend it and I can want it and I can dream it all I want, but until my direction lines up with that, I will never get there. And so reverse engineer and say, who do I want to be in 5, 10, 15 years? Where do I want to be in 5, 10, 15 years? And then reverse engineer and take steps in that direction. 
And so the band's gonna play a brand new song. So you don't know the words, ha ha. But that's a little bit intentional because I want you to do business with God right now. I want you to reflect, I want you to examine, and I want you to look ahead and say, what path am I traveling? Because Psalm chapter 119, verse 105, it says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. And so over the next few weeks, this morning's just kind of a setup for this series. And so hopefully you leave this place excited, like, dude, this is going to be sick. This is going to be so exciting. God's going to do some awesome stuff. Because I believe God's going to do some amazing things in our hearts and our lives over the next few weeks. But it says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. See, over the next few weeks, we are going to be diving into God's word and allowing it to give light to our path and begin living life in the right direction. But even before that, we need to lay the groundwork of this principle that applies to everyone no matter what. It doesn't matter if you believe in God or not. It doesn't matter if you go to church or not. This applies to everyone. Your direction determines your destination, not your intentions, your direction. And that's true across the board. And so if we have that as our foundation to say, okay, our direction gets us there, our direction gets us there, then we can look at God's word and say, how does God tell me to live? What direction does he point me in? Because I know that's the, what's going to lead me to this destination. Does that make sense? And so these next few weeks are going to be huge. And like every principle, once you understand how this works, once you understand that your direction determines your destination, you can leverage it. You can leverage it to your advantage. You can say, no, I'm not gonna go there or I'm not gonna date them or I'm not gonna be involved in that because I'm on a direction, I'm on a path, I'm on a journey and that's gonna deviate. That's gonna pull me off. That's gonna entice me a different way. I'm on a relational journey here. I'm on a financial journey here. I'm on a spiritual journey here. And so my life needs to align with the destination that I'm shooting for. And you can align all things to that. Does that make sense? It's living life on purpose. And that's vitally, vitally important. So I want to encourage you over these next few minutes as the band leads us, I want to encourage you to reflect, to examine, and then to look ahead and see where God wants to take us over these next few weeks. Let's pray together. God, I thank you so much for this morning. I thank you so much for your word that gives life and breathes life into us. God, this morning for those of us who are looking in the rearview mirror for the first time in a long time, I pray that you'd send your Holy Spirit to comfort us and to guide us through this process. God, I pray that we'd be able to identify the positives and the negatives, that we would learn from both and that we would make our way to the path that leads to light, that leads to life. God, I pray as we examine our current situations, I pray you'd send your Holy Spirit to illuminate issues and situations to us that maybe we need to let go of or that maybe we need to clean tight too. And God, I pray you would lead us through this process. And God, as we look ahead to the future, I pray that you'd give us grace as we look ahead and say, this is who I wanna be, this is where I wanna be in five, 10, 15 years. And God, I pray that you would give us some inspiration and some wisdom and some understanding as we pursue the things of you chase after you. And God, I pray you'd be with all of us over these next several weeks that we jump into your word through this storyteller series. And that our story begins to reflect your story 
begin to align with one another. We love you, we praise you, we adore you. In Jesus' name, everybody said?